Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This one's going to be for Brightburn. Uh, it's the James Gunn directed, or another James Gunn directed superhero-esque film. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, yeah, the guy that did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, and is going to be doing Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and is also going to be doing, I think it's going to be called The Suicide Squad, the, the reboot for Suicide Squad, whenever that happens. Uh, but his newest project is, of course, this, which is Brightburn, which is essentially the concept of um, what would happen if uh, a young, not Superman himself, but a young boy who very much has the same powers and the same abilities as Superman, you know, strength and flight, obviously speed come with that, um, laser powers, those sorts of things, uh, the ability to kill, all those kind of things. And what would happen if uh, Superman turned evil, um, but from a very, you know, from a, a boy's age uh, instead of the fully grown Henry Cavill type of age? Um, yeah, I'm going to keep this spoiler free. There's some spoilery stuff that happens, but mostly it's set up for what is likely to be a sequel. I want to talk about that for a minute. Um, well, I want to, yeah, first of all, I really enjoyed this film. I thought that it really delivered on its premise of, okay, so you've got this young boy who, basically, it's the case of, okay, he's going through troubles at school, like he's getting rejected by people, and people think that he's weird, and he's doing these weird things, and he doesn't know how to control his powers, and those sorts of things. And, uh, what do his parents, well, not just his parents, but what do his parents and everybody else around him do? How do they deal with that? That sort of thing. Uh, what does the school principal do? What do the children at school do? How does his parents deal with it? How does his, uh, you know, like his extended family, like his auntie and, and those sorts of characters, how do they all deal with the situation? I think it answers those questions really, really well. Um, with more of a simple answer than you might expect, but an answer that makes sense nonetheless. Um, so yeah, I, I loved it on, on that idea and that premise of like, okay, what would, what would this world do if, like, you know, the, a 2019 modern day world, what would we do if, um, uh, a young boy had these powers and knew how to control them, but didn't know, um, maybe didn't know quite, like, the consequences or didn't quite understand the consequences. There's some personality stuff in here as well, which I think they toy around with in an interesting way. Uh, which would, if I went into that, that would be a little bit more spoilery. But I'll just say that, like, the way they toy around with, like, his personality and the way that the boy feels about the stuff that he's doing, I think is really, really interesting as well. And does... Even though this can be like, okay, you know, this kid crashes down to Earth, his parents adopt him, he gets these abilities, the film goes from there. That's the, your basic setup and premise. Um, I think it deals with um, putting a, a, small, a small enough spin on that idea to where it changes it enough to where it's not a full-on, like, rip-off. Uh, of Superman but here's the the question that I'm gonna ask is like when you take somebody because I remember in I think it was one of the one of the Batman v Superman trailers I think had the scene where someone uh, like a member of uh, not parliament a member of the government someone in the White House was saying uh, something along the lines of uh, it was either the Justice League trailer or one of the Batman v Superman trailers but I think it was a Batman v Superman one where one of the guys said, what's stopping Superman from, you know, crashing into the White House, killing the president, or kidnapping the president, and flying straight out? The answer is, there's not much stopping him, really. Um, and, you know, 
uh, it, it, it sort of deals with some of those questions as well. Like when this um, young boy is kind of creeping on these girls and he's not sure. Or, or creeping on this particular crush of his or whatever. And he's getting some advice from his mum but he maybe takes it in the wrong way. That sort of thing and it comes across a bit creepy. How does everybody deal with that situation? How does the boy deal with the aftermath? How does the girl deal with being looked at or or spied on or whatever and how do the parents deal with that what does the principal do um and then there's also parts where like this kid starts acting weird and like he'll be in particular situations where somebody will say to him like what are you doing here what are you doing right now why are you doing this thing that you're currently doing and here's like his explanations of those things like, like the boy's excuses for those sorts of things are very very interesting and i think the way the film kind of turns from um because it doesn't start out this boy like gets powers and starts killing people straight away that's not how it starts out like okay this boy comes into their lives and how do they deal with him i think the gradual turn of this boy realizing he's got these abilities and kind of using them lightly and kind of testing them out earlier on in the film and then his sort of slow turn in a way uh, a bit like what the shining did in a way but much better in my opinion uh much better than the shining in, in my opinion um although this can't this can only be really compared to the shining in that type of way like a person's descent into not madness in the same way but their 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 turn essentially how's the film deal with it and i think it answers all those questions really really well uh i'm very excited for if uh this film does get a sequel here's the here's the weird thing that i noticed about this film's release and about uh the cinema showing uh, the cinema that I go to over here, I notice usually, they usually pick like two films and give them showings every hour, every half an hour. With Avengers Endgame it was a bit different because it was like three hours and it took up more time. So it's essentially a three and a half hour slot in that situation because you've got 30 minutes of trailers and adverts. Uh, so you have to space those out a bit. I always notice that with my, my local kind of cinema, they'll have two films which they'll pick, or maybe three, where they'll give a lot of showings to. Then they'll have like a second tier of showings where it'll be like two, maybe three in the in the whole day. And then there'll be like the... I, I don't want to put them in tiers, like uh, uh, a, a fourth kind of section where it's... Okay, you get one showing at 6pm and one showing at 9. And those will be the films that like... Okay, we have these in the cinema, but like we're not going to show them too much. I noticed that this film was kind of on the second tier of those, where it's like it wasn't being shown all of the time. There was very spread out showings for them, like uh, was it like half ten, and then like three and six, and maybe nine or something like that. Like there was three or four of them. Um, it's quite interesting to me because I I I knew before I went in that James Gunn directed this. Then I forgot that that was happening and then because we've had uh a delayed release with this which i'll speak about in a minute and then like the film starts and i'm reminded that james gunn directed this i'm like oh yeah james gunn like you know he's not definitely not a small director he's done two marvel films almost gonna do, do a third one and he's doing stuff with dc so he's not a small name for him to be attached to this project which hasn't got a whole lot of showings uh is very very interesting and there's another thing where uh, so this film came out on the 21st of May in the US. Uh, someone on Twitter, I think it was Colin, said that he saw it a bit earlier in uh, Cineworld. I don't go to uh, Cineworld, I go to a different uh, cinema that's near me. Um, and they had it like a few weeks ago. 
and then the one the cinema that I go to gets it a, gets it a few weeks later. It's a very odd way to release your films. So like if you go a month back, it gets its US release, and then like a few weeks later, gets like a special release in a different cinema, and then a few weeks after that, it gets another release. It's it's quite. Uh, I, I don't know what that says about the film's performance or its future, but I do think it'll probably get a, at least one sequel, if not two. Uh, I haven't checked the box office for this thing either, so um, yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break here actually. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, we are currently on a break, or I'm currently on a break, but I wanted to do this and Toy Story 4 today. Uh, I wanted to do it earlier. I came home and thought, like, you know what, I want to talk about these films. Uh, I'll still be taking a kind of a break on Monday and Tuesday, and then we'll be back fully uh, for Wednesday. But, in the meantime, we've had uh, another episode of Classic Reviews, which has been uh, for Season 2, Episode 4. That was for Toy Story of Terror and the Toy Story 2 PlayStation 1 video game. I combined them into into a nice little review, Uh, both pretty much spoiler-free. Uh, I think I, they were both spoiler free. I, I always give warnings anyway. As to whether I'm going to go into spoilers or not with stuff. Um, so there was that. Uh, and I did a series review. Because apparently the show is finished. Uh, two season review for uh, Fleabag. Which is a BBC and Amazon show. If you're in the UK you can watch it on the BBC. It's on uh, the iPlayer. As a box set. It's two seasons. Six episodes. So 12 episodes in total. Uh, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I believe the actress behind it, she did say that the season 2 finale was the final episode, so that's why I called it a series review. Uh, so those two bits and pieces of, bits, uh, of content have come out. Um, I also did a uh, first impressions video for Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. It's the remaster of Crash Team Racing with the levels and the characters from Nitro Fueled added into one game for, nice, for one nice sort of packaged uh, remaster. So I did a first impressions for that. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of all we've roughly been doing at the moment on Entertainment Talk within the last week or two. Uh, so you can check those out as well. Speaking of Toy Story, I will be doing my uh, Toy Story 4 review today. So keep an eye out for that on entertainmenttalk.org. I uh, don't know what time I'll have that posted roughly, but at some point slightly later today. So look out for that as well. Uh, yeah, so entertainmenttalk.org is where you can find all of the content. Uh, just another quick thing as well. If you saw uh, Brightburn, it doesn't matter if you write in spoiler or spoiler free. Uh, thoughts because uh, I can keep them kind of separate in maybe a feedback podcast or something but if you did see Brightburn as of course it's been out for a little bit now uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org Twitter eTalkUK contact page and information in your show notes uh, if you've got any thoughts on what they could do with the sequel that they've clearly set up or what they uh, or what happened in the actual you know, first film that we have here 
Um, so yeah, I think the yeah the idea of what do you do with an evil young Superman, uh, evil young boy who has Superman's powers. Uh, I think they answered that message re- or answered that question really really well. Um, they also put a nice kind of spin on because this was a very similar story to Superman's uh, origin, but I felt like they put just enough spin on it to where it felt a little bit more original but towards the start it does feel like you're watching um like a a superman spin-off in a way so i don't know uh but yeah i really enjoyed it i'm gonna give this a i'll give it a 9.5 i had a couple of things in it that like uh a couple of questions or stuff that like kind of bugged me a little bit some more spoiler uh spoilery sort of stuff but overall i really really enjoyed it and they gave me uh, they delivered on what they they set out to do, which is ask the question of what do you do with a young uh, evil Superman, Superboy, whatever. Um, so yeah, thank you all very much for listening. You can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you'd like to support the podcast, uh, support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. We also have an Amazon affiliate link. You can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you anything extra, so that's a great way to support us as well. Uh, iTunes, please rate, review, and subscribe to those. You don't have to rate, you don't have to review the feed. You can just scroll down and click on the star rating. Uh, of course, that helps us out as well. And remember to subscribe because then you'll get sent the new episodes when they come out as well. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feed. Share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, put them in different Facebook groups, all that good stuff. Uh, video games. Lastly, if you want to watch me, Robert, me, Robert, or David play different video games, me and David stream on. Twitch Robert streams on Mixer. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time for Toy Story 4. Goodbye.